0: Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Welcome specifically to episode 176 of our show. We're recording the Chicago Tony V Show podcast right now. If you're listening via Spotiffy, welcome to you. If you're live on Reddit right now, well, I can basically see you, which is super exciting. Probably I've been interacting with you already a little bit. Uh, because I've been on the Reddit live stream for like 10, 12 minutes and interacting with all you lovely people. We already have a nice little crowd in the live, in the live stream. And, uh, this is, I don't know about you guys. This is a great way to wake up. I think this is the bees knees. Aren't we lucky? Amber glow says double hats, double glasses. What's next? Yeah. Is there anywhere else to go? For you Spotify listeners, I had uh, on the live stream here, I was sharing with the group that I was very conflicted this morning about what hat to wear. Of course, I'm known for wearing these uh, Dobbs of New York Rosebud Straw hats, which I love. I own several of them. I think they're really sharp. I have to get, I wonder if they make a bigger size than I wear on my head. I'm not sure they do. I have a gigantic cranium, people. Anyway, but I was really close to wearing my uh, Amish straw hat. I've, I I to- told that story on the show once of buying that hat, and yet again, that's a that's a time when I bought the largest hat in the store. The guy was sure that it wasn't going to fit my head. It, that was the only hat in the store that fit my head. Anyway, here we are, Dobbs of New York. But I put I had double hats on. On the live stream earlier. I thought that was interesting. Impromptu. (laughs) And off we go. Uh, Travius wants to know. uh, It says. Morning Tony. What's the weather like in Chicago? I just woke up. I live here and need an update. I have no idea. I don't live in Chicago. So. I've said several times. If you're a. uh, I mean I've said it. At least five six episodes. I'm in Paducah Kentucky. So. Uh, But I don't know what the weather's like here either. But I certainly don't know what it's like in Chicago. Yeah, let's get Tank's music homework right out of the way. Uh, Tank, of course, is still in lockdown, timeout, whatever. Whatever. Which is weird because uh, we all all know and love Tank. He's a beautiful person. He's one of a kind. But Tank's uh, music homework today... Is Blues Brothers Riot in Cell Block number nine? Riot in Cell Block number nine. Thank you, Amber Glow. I appreciate it. And I was listening to that uh, early, early this morning, and it is a jam. It's one of my lesser known uh, Blues Brothers tunes. I mean, I'm sure I had heard it a time or two, but I mean, if I have to really go to the wall on Blues Brothers, I'm going to stick with the, uh, the soundtrack to the terrific marvelous movie blues brothers uh so real quick before we get into our main topic i'm going to talk about this zodiac thing uh before we do i just i just thought i'd share a little story now i've said several times on the show one of my great joys is really being able to interact with you guys throughout the day here and there i get nice little notes i get texts i get emails It's lovely, lovely, and as I've said, for our special little Discord area, which if anyone keeps hearing about the Discord and and you're thinking to yourself, how in the world do I get into this uh, Discord land of love? It goes something like this. Just be nice in the live stream. Participate. Just kind of like, you know, keep showing up for shows. Definitely don't ban other pepperonis. Let's not do that. But uh, just participate, keep showing up, be a part of the thing. And just like Willy Wonka's golden ticket, you're not even gonna need to eat a chocolate bar. I'll eat the chocolate bar. I'll send you the golden ticket. You'll get an invite to our Discord and it's gonna be life-changing. You'll never get anything done because you'll just spend all your time with other pepperonis like I do. But it's gonna be glorious. What more could we want? Anyway, yesterday I was having a chat with a lovely dear pepperoni, who shall who shall remain nameless, and uh, we were talking about uh, Jordan Peterson. You guys know Jordan Peterson? He's Canadian, right? Super smart dude. Super smart. And uh, this pepperoni was saying that she or he loves listening to Jordan Peterson because it's like uh, he's so smart. And it's almost like uh, she or he listens to him almost like to tune her own or his own (laughs) brain. Okay, I'm going to stop that shit. Uh, And I said, I said, why why do you guys listen to me it just the the, the thing popped into my head because I'm thinking I know I'm no Jordan Peterson right I'm no Jordan Peterson this is clear but some people I'm the, I'm the, the I'm the king of some little sliver of an atom of a grain of sand on the beach that is the internet. And, but of that little, 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 little subset, I'm the king. I said, what is it? And she, or he, said, I'm going to try and get a direct quote. But it's it won't be direct. But it was something like, we wake, we wake up in the morning and you talk to us you make us feel like we're not fucking losers that is a direct quote isn't that something and i thought to myself my god i'm misdirecting several several of these people if i'm if i'm keeping them from getting in touch with this idea that they're losers. Is this really the right thing for me to say? No, no. Sorry, that's a bad joke. It's a bad joke. Anyway, um, I just thought that was a a neat little interaction. And it's just, I am very grateful that we have this little slice of internet heaven that we've created for ourselves. And it just means a lot. means a lot let's see what else is going on in the uh, live stream we already went through tanks music homework um let's see why should i care 12 i like your reddit name says um, bro are you a pokemon trainer before i answer your well no, no i'll answer your question right now um no But what makes me, what I think by your comment is, I'm just thinking to myself, I hope you're not like 12 years old. The kids in my neighborhood, the little kids, my pet peeve is they call me bro. I'm fucking 51 years old. Bro, did you see the Bears game? It's like, I'm not your bro, dude. (laughs) Why should I care 12? Maybe I am your bro, I don't know. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I have no idea what, uh, oh, isn't, uh, Harry from the award-winning gamers watch. He's a big Pokemon fan. I think if I remember correctly, I think he is. Amber says, well said Georgie girl, but is, jo- is Georgie even in the stream? Isn't that weird? Oh, I see. You're conjecturing that it was Georgie that I was talking to. You say, or Robo, says Amber. Um, Am I hearing things or did you play uh, Georgie Girls' tune? I did not play Georgie Girls' turn- tune. Let me do that right now just to say hello to our dear VIP, stunning redhead. Good morning, Georgie Girl.
1: Just a small town girl.
0: She's probably doing uh, physical therapy right now. You know, the clock is ticking. Georgie's going to be home soon, and I I couldn't be happier and more excited. I'm so excited for her. I'm sure she's a little bit nervous. I mean, who wouldn't be after uh, being in El Hospital for three freaking months? Hold on, cough button. Amber says, I'm freaking hearing shit. Now, Amber, let me teach you something. Um, let's not be negative about ourselves. I want you to say, I have this thing, this exercise, say three positive things about your yourself now. I think you'll find that it helps. Let's see. Anyway, so did you guys hear about this uh, Zodiac Killer article? I was really floored to read this for several reasons. The, there was a scuttlebutt about Zodiac killer when I woke up and basically it's like, I mean, in a nutshell, it's like, we may have solved the riddle of who is the Zodiac killer. Now, one of my thoughts when this thing first came out is I realized, uh, yeah, it turns out I know nothing about the Zodiac killer dude. Although, I mean, this is a pulp, uh, culture. Pop culture? Pulp I don't know. It's a phenomenon. We've all heard of the Zodiac Killer, but I I would like whoever is listening to this right now or in the future, um, scan your brain. Reflect just a little bit and ask yourself, do I really know Jack Schritt about the Zodiac Killer? And I'm betting that the answer might be uh, no, I don't, other than I've heard of it. Or maybe you read this article that just came out. Anyway, I'm going to read the headline. Independent group claims it solved the mystery behind the identity of the Zodiac killer as law enforcement investigates. Now, just to catch you guys up to speed and give you a little perspective. This dude, the the killings of the Zodiac killer happened in something like 1969 and 1970. Now, the Big Diesel was born in 1970, so this is over 51 years ago. And so, I think we probably need to look at this thing with a grain of salt, because... If law enforcement has been uh, scratching their heads on this deal for 50 years... Without really digging into any of the details, one of my first questions would be like, well, what changed? so you are coming up with bupkis for the first uh 50 years 51 years and then and then and then you solved it i would think anything short of a confession would kind of be meaningless at this point point. and also this idea i also found myself wondering how hard are the police really working on this case I mean, wouldn't you think like at about, let's say year 35, <laughs> any any people that were like still working this case, don't you think they'd be like, uh, yes, yeah, Sarge, can I have something else? Like nothing's happening. 35 years, whatever. Now we're 52 years away. I really would like to know if someone could tell me, is there someone still working this case? Is there like a real live Turner and Hooch Still walking around the docks, looking for clues, talking to old fishermen and shit like that. I could only make that reference because I happened to watch Turner and Hooch like three weeks ago. Randomly. Let's see what else this, uh, let's get into this article a little bit. Law, this is from CNN. Law enforcement agencies said they are still investigating the Zodiac Killer case as an independent group of cold case investigators came forward Wednesday to claim they had solved the mystery of who was behind the decades-old serial murders. This group is called the Case Breakers. Yes, Robo is correct. Robo says it's a group of former law enforcement. Robo, were, were you familiar with this group or this story? Um, yes, the case breakers, the article goes on to say, a team of 40 former law enforcement investigators said they identified the man they believed is the Zodiac Killer using new physical and forensic evidence and information from eyewitnesses, according to a press release. That's the one that really piqued my interest. Information from eyewitnesses? I mean, first of all, these eyewitnesses have to be in their 60s at least, right? 70s? I'm not really gonna trust an eyewitness that was, let's say, you know, 10 years old. And an eyewitness to what? Robo says, uh, no, I read the article that you were reading because you posted it before the show. Robo, you, f- Robo follows my, my Twitter. How into me are you, Robo? We need to flush this out. Maybe, maybe we can work this through after the show. Let's try and keep our eyes on when this thing gets unhealthy. Okay, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta be careful. Oh my goodness. Um, let's see, CNN. Attempts to reach out to the family members of the named individual, uh, oh, attempts to reach out to the family members of the named individual have been unsuccessful. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? By the way, they, they do go on to say this guy, this uh, suspect, died in 2018. So I don't know what you can do with this whole thing, but I mean, so let's say you lost your your great uncle. Phil, right? In 2018. So that's that's 4 years ago, 3 4 years ago. And then you get a call. It turns out maybe Uncle Phil was the Zodiac killer. Can you imagine what that must what must go through your mind? I don't know. It's just bizarre. Um we are unable to speak to potential suspects as this is still an open investigation. The SFPD, San Francisco Police Department, said in a statement. Still an open investigation. Do you think there... How many, like, homeless drug addicts are they stepping over as they're walking around looking for clues to solve the Zodiac crimes? Which, by the way, I looked it up this morning. This is like five murders. Which... Now, I'm sure in 1969, I mean, I'm sure that was terrifying. Headlines, I'm sure that was a big deal. I'm sure, I have no doubt that was a big deal. But uh, what I'm saying is that here in 2021 or whatever it is, yeah, it's 2021. I don't think that's such a big deal. I mean, just these, uh, there are certain, uh, I don't want to trigger anyone, so I'm going to be sort of vague. But there are, uh, what do we call them? Let's call them impromptu, on the spot killers are doing way more than five victims. So, I don't know. I don't know how many legs this thing is really going to grow Robo says she's obsessed with me. Uh, she knows where I live, and she stalks me. And I would say, prove it. I'm going to take a sip of bubbly water. If you're a content- Confused Kryptonian. Hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Good to see you again. I'm Ryan. My friend uh, says in the comment section, says, hi, Tony. What is being discussed today? Right now, we're talking about this Zodiac uh, killing, which has been... Supposedly solved, but then it turns out it's not really from active law law enforcement. It's a uh, it's a group of former uh, law enforcement people. We've just been kind of talking about it. Um, that, yeah, confirmed murders. Now I'm on uh, Wikipedia. It's one, two, three, four. Oh no, five. Wait, shit, I don't know. It's not that many. Victims, five confirmed dead, two injured. And then it says possibly 20 to 28 total dead. Apparently this person claimed to have killed 37. Well, okay, I mean, if the claims hold up, then yeah, that's a pretty good number. But it's interesting to think about how serial killers, are they just like everything else, like they build upon each other? Like the, uh, who was it that finally did the four-minute mile? Bannister, was it? What I've heard with running is that uh, everyone believed, back in the day before Bannister broke the four-minute mile, everyone believed it was humanly impossible. And then that dude did it and then it like flipped a switch and then all sorts of dudes started doing it. Like the year that Bannister broke the record. And by the way, I apologize if I'm totally wrong that it's Bannister, I don't really know. Would someone confirm for me, please? Meltlord44 in the house, good to see you, my friend. Meltlord says, I'm not buying it. Yeah, this seems a little fishy. I mean, any 51 year old story but anyway, so Bannister breaks the four minute mile, then all sorts of people start breaking it. Are the ser- serial killers this way too? Like this guy started out, it's five confirmed dead, but then did they have like a breakout serial killer where the future dudes were just like, we got this, we can We can uh, 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 just mow through tons of victims. We can do this. Did they collectively, what was it? Like a 10 victim limit? I really hope I'm not triggering anyone. And I'm sad that I even know the the term triggering now. It's a sign of the times. Who was I think Jeffrey Dahmer. Of course Chicago, John Wayne Gacy. That was that was a bad one. That dude had a lot of confirmed victims. I'm not so sure I really like this topic and where it's headed. I've worked pretty hard to keep a pristine, positive, upbeat show. Yesterday's show, if you guys remember, the mailbag, it got to me a little bit yesterday while I was reading. We had some sad letters. And you want to know something funny? I thought about those throughout the day. And I worried about those people. There were some bad there were some people in the mailbag yesterday making some, uh, rough choices. And I did worry about it. I'm taking my work with me now. It helped these, uh, these times where I, I got distracted and had something very positive. Like I was talking to this, uh, lady or fella, uh, you know, one of our, uh, VIPs. And that was very helpful and encouraging for a second. I thought Robo was typing, uh, Spanish in here Hitcham L I can't even pronounce is the current men's record holder with a time of three minutes 43 seconds no kidding think about that let me do some quick math that's uh 57 oh wait it's 60 seconds in a minute let's see so that's 17 seconds below the record That's insane. In 1999. Did anyone else think of Prince right there when I said 1999? I don't know, but I'm going to look into this thing now. It's funny. Reddit has a group, a subreddit, just on the Zodiac Killers. Or Killer, Killings, whatever. And I kicked around through that subreddit this morning, and it was very interesting they are uh i mean they're irritated by this story these guys uh, yeah i understood robo like he set the record in 99 right yeah and it's still the record today i took it to me sorry okay the subreddit for the zodiac killer these guys are irritated by this story Now, I find that fascinating. They were, if you go through that subreddit, they're all like, it's shaky evidence. There's not much to go on. And yet, you know, they're all mad at CNN and Fox News and everything for going for this story. Which, of course, I mean, I don't blame these outlets at all because they're not even churning out real news anymore. That's long gone. I think they're just trying to get eyeballs and eardrums. That's it. They don't care. Today, they're just gonna use this little, they're gonna pump this Zodiac story. Tomorrow, it's gonna be something else. Whatever the hell, you know? Someone found a paperclip in a Twinkie and they gotta shut down the whole factor. Who knows what the hell it's gonna be? Why did my brain think of that? So, at any rate, but that's the story today. The Zodiac killer today. So these the Zodiac subreddit was not very happy with the coverage and now but it makes me wonder are they not happy because solving the case would essentially be the end of their subreddit do they really want this to be solved it's almost like uh, people people you know looking for Martians for example If they finally revealed themselves, would they sort of be a little bit sad? Because it's like, oh, now we know. I don't know. Sofa, 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 welcome back to the show. Good to see you again. Always fun to have you in the live stream. The other thing I wonder about these old cases Like, I'm going to use Amelia Earhart as an example. Sometimes these cases are so old and there's been so much media put together about them. You know, how many... I mean, my whole life, I feel like every four or five years, I'll see some new little documentary or history channel thing on Amelia Earhart, which is great. You know, that's good. But the problem is um, that... It's almost like uh, uh, you have to keep track of what is the age of the information you're getting. So, like, if I if I watch an Amelia Earhart documentary from the 80s, it's probably actually going to be uh, wildly inaccurate because all, all sorts of stuff has been learned since then. And actually, I use Amelia Earhart uh, specifically because I grew up thinking... Like, until, like, well into my, I don't know, 30s or something like that, like, it was an unknown. Like, no one really knew what happened. It turns out, yeah, it's well known that she survived. She was, she gave some, uh, uh, there were radio broadcasts after she had crashed that she had made radio contact from some island. Like, this is, but it's weird how it's not common knowledge yet. Like they didn't pump all that out via the history channel. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. That's a lot of sofas, says Robo Kitty. Yeah, sofa, sofa, sofa. You had to be really invested in when you were creating that Reddit name. Does that mean there's a, did you have to go for three because there was already a, surely there's already a Reddit user just sofa. Then you're like, all right, I'm gonna go sofa, sofa, right? Then you're like, God damn, there's also a sofa, sofa net, but you were so committed. Now you're, are you the three sofa guys? I got to look this up now. I'm going to look this up. Good morning to the tremendous Ross Trevina. Always good to see you, my friend. Ross, actually, I, I, I would like to ask ask you something specific, if you don't mind. Uh, I was listening to another tremendous podcast from across the pond by the way so before i get into this everyone i've said it before uh, ross does the ross trevena project that's t-r-e-v-e-n-a i've been on the show a lot of people say it's his best episode i'm not so sure but uh ross is in england as are the game my gamers watch friends they said on their podcast the other day it's getting really hard to get gasoline and stuff Harry from the award multi award winning gamers watch podcast was saying uh, like he was going to get gas and they a policeman stopped him to make him verify that his gas gauge was on empty Ross how horrible and crazy is it in your country inquiring minds want to know we're all worried about two people and I mean because we like you number one and number two. Because there seems to be like a four or five week delay. Whatever the hell happens to you guys, eventually it comes over to our country too. I don't know. I've been saying for a long time, stock up on cans of tuna, extra, extra jugs of gasoline and whatever. I don't know. But if gas is so hard to come by, like Ross and his uh, beautiful wife are in a band together and I'm sure they tour around and stuff it's got to be hard to do that sort of thing oh my gosh robo i love it robo wants such self-service with this show i'm gonna read robo's comment robo said wait i was running the water and didn't hear what you said about this person getting stopped with the gas why did he get stopped see what robo's doing She's asking me to literally rewind For everyone that already heard what I said She wants me to rewind and go through it again Harry from Gamers Watch Robo Said on his podcast the other day He told the story He was talking about how hard Like Whatever this supply chain shit You know It's hard to get gas The grocery store shelves are bare And all that stuff and uh, I was just concerned, so I was asking Ross. Wait a minute, Ross doesn't sound very specific. Here we go, now we're getting somewhere or nowhere. Ross says, yeah, I hear it's running low or something. Oh wait, Ross says, I don't drive, so it hasn't affected me. (laughs) Ross, what a carefree attitude you don't drive that's fabulous do you have a driver how do you get places i'm curious and and really yes ross where do you live i I just think of you somewhere in england i don't even know if that's what it's called still these days did you guys change the name great britain maybe it's called great britain now Confused Kryptonian chimes in, the energy crisis seems fabricated like a lot of the annual crises. Did you mean to say actual crises? Or maybe you meant to say annual. Um, Yes, fabricated, yes. All I'm going to say is uh, you may be onto something there, confused Kryptonian. Let's not get me on my soapbox going down a rabbit hole. Let's not get my fat face ranting today. I don't know. Before it gets too late, everybody, I got to ship away at the mailbag. Um, Anyone who wants to um, write into the show, please. We love it. Feel free. It's super fun. It's super fun. Um, the email address is Chicago Tony V like vacation. I need one of those, um, at gmail.com Chicago, Tony V at gmail.com. Write in your letter. We'll it'll get on the show as quickly as I can. I try to rip through these, but, uh, I've been warned that I'm way behind and I'm sorry. Um, oh yeah. Robo call in, feel free. Call me. I'm gonna watch. Wait, Robo Kitty. Surely you don't have my number. Let me put up, put it up on the screen. Oh, wait a minute. How did you call before I put my call number?
1: Call from Robo.
0: Hello, Robo Kitty. How are you, dear? Hello.
1: Good.
0: How how much do you like Mailbag?
1: I like Mailbag a lot.
0: It's fun, would, isn't it? If
1: you told me, yes, if you told me, yeah, you told me um, before, like, yes, there's going to be some guy on Reddit and he'll read emails and you call in. <laughs> Actually, no, that does sound interesting. It's fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hey, <clears throat> yeah. It's I fun. think you you've it's been on the. You didn't, oh, sorry, what? You
1: wouldn't think people would do that these days anymore, but this is still a thing.
0: Would do what? Write in to like like I'm Dear yeah, Abby like or some everything.
1: shit. Yeah, exactly.
0: I know it is kind of weird. By the way, you I think you've been on the entire show. Have you ever heard of this Jordan Peterson dude?
1: Jordan Peterson, yes, I've heard of him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so.
1: Um, I've seen some interviews on TV. <laughs> brilliant. Brilliant guy. A That's... lot of controversy surrounding him. Yeah. But uh, I believe that the controversy, um, uh, <laughs> these people are either misleading on purpose or they haven't, Listen to his stuff because all of these uh, controversial, um, uh, you know, snippets of him. If you listen to his lectures, he's talking about statistics and studies. He's not, he will talk about his opinion, but he clearly states, This is my opinion, or This is a study. And so he talks about these studies, and then people are like, Oh, how would, why would you say that? And he's like, I'm just telling you the statistics.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's very convincing. You you clearly know a lot about mm-hmm. Jordan Peterson. Yeah, I ought to connect you with this other pepperoni I was talking to yesterday. Uh, are you ready for some mailbag? I think I you are. That's why you, out, That's why you called. That's why you called. Okay. Lie. This is great because some of these letters, I, I got nothing. Okay. First letter. Dear Tony, going through camping with the fam for the first time this season, which shows you how together my shit is, not very much. I'll give you the honors of making the choice for us. Should we go hot dog or brat for dinner? Thank you for making me laugh. This is from Len from Roanoke, Virginia. What do you say, Robo Kitty? If you're going camping, both. you say both? Both. Both. That's probably a good that's probably a good bet. If it sounds like Len has kids, they're not gonna do a brat worse, right? What's his
1: what's his person's name?
0: His name is Len.
1: Len, you can have it all.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, but but I do like the idea of bringing brats. I really do because, mm-hmm. in my heart of hearts, if I really think about it, bratwursts are far superior to hot dogs in my opinion. What do you think?
1: Well, uh, yeah, but you can't beat hot dogs.
0: You think so? Hebrew
1: National. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess a
0: good a good hot dog. Now in the Midwest, yeah,
1: the classic, not the cheap, sh- that cheap shit.
0: Right, right. So in your area, is Hebrew National national kind of the cream of the crop?
1: Well, you know, that's what I grew up eating. But the sabre, S-A-B-R-E-T, S-A-B-R-E-T uh-huh. are very good too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you guys um, get Vienna beef in your area? I don't
1: know.
0: Okay, so probably not. That's the thing in Chicago, Vienna beef. It's, it's the no, total king no. of the hill. Um. Anyway, whatever. But I like your answer, both. But if I had to pick one, i go bratwurst and make the kids suffer. That's mm-hmm. my thing. Okay, ne- <laughs> next letter. Dear Tony, I've been in therapy recently, which is a totally new experience to me. And my therapist has introduced me to, quote, self-talk, unquote which seems to be simply the way we talk to ourselves inside our heads until i started focusing on this i had no idea that there was an inner dialogue going on my question for you is do you have an ongoing inner dialogue with yourself and what does that conversation look like is it positive is it negative somewhere in between love the show this is from bob j from New Orleans, Louisiana. That's the big easy, isn't it? New Orleans? Is that what the big easy is? I'm not sure. Oh my god, you New Yorkers, you East Coasters. Robo, do you have self talk? Do you do you go around
1: Yeah, maybe this guy hasn't spent uh that much time alone because um uh, I'm always talking to myself.
0: Yeah, me too. So Me too. Yeah. So you're saying that's very normal,
1: um, but I, yeah, that's interesting though that um, that a therapist um, uh, brought that up as a subject. I mean, I've been in therapy for years, uh, not four years, like f- for many years. Okay, um, and I'm familiar with the concept of psychotherapy, which is like um, well, psychotherapy is. Like you just keep talking about something and if you have a um, problem, they don't give you advice but they help you figure out, you know, like when you think that you have nothing more to talk about on a topic, they'll keep asking you like, well, tell me more about that, tell me more about that and then you'll, you have to think about it and then you realize you do have more thoughts on it. You just didn't think they were important. But they've never brought up with me the inner dialogue. Maybe this guy doesn't, Real, didn't realize he had it and so that's why the therapist brought it up so he could focus more on that or maybe he didn't think his thoughts were important
0: yeah confused but, uh,
1: I've never heard it mentioned but that's very interesting
0: yeah confused kryptonian thinks I'm gonna rant about therapists now which I probably I mean I have it in me I could do that I, I but uh but I'm not going to I'm actually I'm interested in this concept yeah to me this is like very normal. I just assume everyone, we all have this inner compass, right? Mm-hmm. Like this. You know. I have
1: heard that there are people that like, it's kind of rare. I'm figuring it's kind of rare, but there's people that either don't, can't picture things. Like they don't have, uh, they're not able to picture things or they're, they don't have an inner dialogue. It's yeah. probably really rare.
0: Yeah. Now, so I'm also going to answer this. This is interesting, like, what is, it's kind of the, Bob is saying, what's the, what's the, what does that inner dialogue look like? And I'll just share for me, for me personally, and again, I don't know if this is normal or not, but I mean, as I'm by myself going out through my day, a normal day, it's it's typically uh, really pretty negative. Yeah, me too. Is it really... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if that's normal or if we're just a, a you know, a couple of outcasts robo. Do you think no, that's? I think
1: it's, it's, I think that that's the norm and that the, um, I think that the, everybody feels like even be, now because they have a negative dialogue, they're a piece of shit. Like it's like a, like a vicious cycle. I think it's more rare to have a positive inner, inner dialogue. Like, or if you have to try, but for somebody to, to just without trying to have, like, positive or, yeah. or not having negative inner dialogue, I think it's kind of rare. But I don't really know. That's just my, what I gather.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, Robo, can you see the uh, questions in the in the live stream or are you not?
1: Oh, I'm not uh, sitting at the computer. Okay. I'm, pace, I'm pacing, which is what I. I was up but I don't even realize he's wind what on the phone.
0: There's a question for Let's you see. in here, but it's like, I don't, I don't. Oh,
1: I see. G- are you seeing paper? But what are you seeing as a therapist for a film? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, now uh, it used to be because I uh, I didn't have my life together. And that's when I met my therapist years ago. Um, and I was uh, like on um, Medicaid. And so I went, it was like uh, she was doing her residency. That was her first patient. Mm-hmm. And then years and years later, I was like, well, I need sleeping pills. And I wasn't sleeping, um, which was really messing me up. And then I <clears throat> looked her up on the internet. I found out oh, she's got a private practice couch in 10 years. And I started uh, seeing her, and she was like, okay, well, here's the sleeping pills. We'll find the right one for you. And um, now I just talked to her. I talked to her, I told her my progress. She points out my progress to me, and if I have nothing bad to to talk about, she's just like, "Wow, so everything's great." And then, if I'm struggling with something, she'll talk to me about it. So I just I just talk to her, and it really helps. You because she's there just for me.
0: That's really cool. That's really cool. Um, have you ever talked about uh, to her about like uh, long distance crushes? Anyway, we have some positive, (laughs) we have some positive comments like, uh, uh, let's see. Oh, Ruby Ray 14. What you think you become? I think there's a lot of truth to that. Melt Lord 44 says, I think people sometimes fall into patterns without realizing it. You know, I would say something, uh, about this. Is it positive self-talk or negative self-talk? Like my, my thinking is I couldn't, I don't. I can't necessarily see how positive, how consistent, like, positive self-talk would really be of help. Like, if I walked around and just constantly said to myself, oh, yeah, you're pretty terrific. (laughs) It's like...
1: I think you feel like a psychopath.
0: Yeah, right. And how could I ever improve? First of all, it would be inaccurate, but then how could I ever improve? I think it's that self-talk is some sort of rudder. Don't you think so, Robo?
1: rudder
0: what's that it's like how you steer a ship it's this it's like this guide it's like uh that inner talk is almost like uh it's almost like this little coach inside your head you know it's it's Mm -hmm. like saying come on give me two more push-ups you can do it you know that sort of shit i don't know um confused kryptonian says there's nothing wrong with with having negative thoughts because they help you balance your positive thoughts too yeah
1: it's just, it's just a problem. It becomes more and more and more negative, which is something that I'll, I'll talk to my my psychiatrist about. Yeah, I'll be like, uh, "Yeah, it's getting really negative up in my head." <laughs> yeah, and then she'll remind me that you know I'm not a piece of shit, and um, and I and then I try and fix that voice to make it more positive when yeah. it's starting to get too negative. Right. I'm like, "All right, stop, it. stop."
0: If you ever you know if it ever gets really bad I mean you have my number right if you want to hear mm-hmm. someone uh, tell you you're terrific and all that stuff I'm just saying and I'm a <laughs> What hell people the can't tell when I'm people. lying
1: Being productive
0: Being productive is good Being productive is is actually things. key that's a big thing Um
1: cleaning organizing
0: Totally Okay yeah. next letter robo Dear Tony, is it a red flag that I recently started a new job and my first paycheck is already three weeks late? They tell me it's a mix-up in HR and that they are ironing it out. They seem like pretty cool people and I want to trust them, but it seems weird to me. This is from Len. Wait a minute. Did we already have another Len? Wait, there's Bob. Two Lens in the mailbag this morning. Awesome. Okay. What do you think? Is that, that's a little weird.
1: I mean, did you not get the check at all? Like, that's something we, like, did the check come three weeks late or it didn't come at all and it's been three weeks? But, like, your first paycheck is always going to be delayed, um, first of all, because of payroll. But then, I don't know, that's, there's no, it's too early to tell, it's one mess up.
0: I think that's really good advice. It's really good advice. And this is another one of those things where I'm so glad you're on the phone. I haven't had a job in such a long time. It's like I don't even know how that shit works. you um,
1: should ask other employers. I mean, I'm the only, yeah. you know, where to tell.
0: Yeah, but I like that. I it's don't like, think
1: it's a red flag. I mean, it's your first paycheck, it really could just be um, a mix-up.
0: Yeah, and especially if he if he likes the people he's around. He says it, it seems like they're pretty cool people. So I yeah, I like that idea. Just chill out, just take a breath. It's probably gonna be fine. Just let it give it time, a little more time. Um, Amber has an interesting thing that she just threw out there in the comments. She says, Let me throw something out there. Some probably won't believe this. Does the spiritual world interact in our heads? What do you think, Robo?
1: does the spiritual world interact like with each other?
0: I I take it to mean, does it interact with us? Like, does it, in other words, like, is it somehow mm-hmm. communicating with us is how I take it.
1: I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. Because the spiritual answer. world means something different to everyone. Right. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I never thought about it in that, exact
0: way. Maybe it does. Hmm. Yeah, my thinking is I think for sure. I think for sure it does. Otherwise, I I mean like when I look around, when I really think about it, I just I feel like we're just freaking surrounded by magic. You know? Mm -hmm. Really everything is if you really think about it, everything is so what are the odds? You can look at almost anything. and would be like, what are the odds? Like, what are the odds that you and that I are is, talking right now? I mean.
1: It's pretty uh, just amazing just that we are magically moving this body. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. that's what the hell is that? How are you? It's, it's magic.
0: I know. It is I mean if you really think about it I saw I saw someone give a speech once on everything that had to happen for the manufacturing of a pencil to happen mm-hmm. and it's like an insane number of steps and 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 uh pulling together resources from all corners of the globe and all this crap it's freaking crazy and that's just a pencil um I don't know
1: we're psychically moving our bodies we're we're like you have a thought, and it sends it sends signals to make it move. But how does it originally make the first contact to start the chain of events in motion? It's like psychic or something. Like how is it even possible?
0: Deep thoughts. I don't know. Deep thoughts. I don't
1: know. I don't think anybody knows the answer to that, How that? How we could even do this?
0: I didn't know you could do that, Robo. Maybe if, maybe you could show me in person sometime. I would like to see that. Um, let's see. Yeah, some interesting comments in the... Uh, oh, here's one from Amber. If we're in tune with God's truth and his word, we're able to fight against evil with his truth. Again, sorry for those that don't believe the same. Uh, you know, the nuttier things get... I mean, my own personal kind of feeling as I just look at the landscape, I feel mm. like uh, it's like, by golly, we are kind of in a spiritual war, which I just never would have believed. That's that's just kind of how my brain looks around it, does the math. Um, okay, next letter, Robo. Dear Tony, why do I keep going for the same type of guy over and over? The type of guy who will hurt me, cheat on me. I recently got out of a very painful three-year relationship with a spiteful, controlling, cheating man, which is like my third go-around with this type. I swear to God, I'm starting to fall for the same type of guy again. I literally can see it happening intellectually, but I can't stop myself. What the fuck is wrong with me? (laughs) This is Kelly from Weston, West Virginia. A good, uh, what do you think, Robo?
1: What do I think? Yeah. Well, I think that, that, um, that, uh, it's like cutting yourself off. Um, you have to cut, like, like what I mean by cutting yourself off. Like if you're drinking alcohol, right? You're like, why do I keep getting drunk? Well, because you keep drinking and you, It's not fun to stop, but you need to be disciplined and stop having the fun so that bad things don't happen. And you're having fun with these guys and there are consequences, but you're like, you you don't want to give up the good part and you need to discipline yourself and have standards and be like, if this is not, if I don't get all of these things, it's a no
0: I th- Yeah, I think like th-
1: right now you see that, you see these things happening, cut it off.
0: Yeah. Now,
1: even though it's not fun, that's it. Cut it off.
0: Yeah. My question, I think that sounds like really good advice. My question is like, what part, I wonder what it is. What would be the attraction to these type of people? Like what's in it for her? That's what I don't get. Especially if she can see it plain and sit like, here, here I go again. That's what I don't get.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's hard because I don't, I've never been attracted to that type.
0: Like if the bad boy kind of told type? me.
1: Well, that's not exactly bad boy because that like somebody that's cheating, a cheater is not no. necessarily a bad boy. There's plenty of bad boys that don't cheat. I've never been attracted to the type that cheat. For me, that's like, an absolutely not. And I guess there are probably things that around cheating that I can pick up on, but um, like if somebody thinks that everybody cheats, I will not date them. I don't care how much I like them, I don't care how hot they are. If they think that there's nobody that exists and come on, everybody really cheats, I will not date them, I'll cut it off right there.
0: Yeah. Good way to be.
1: That's just that's just like one part of cheaters. Maybe that's the biggest uh, tell, but I've never. I don't think I've ever been cheated on, so I don't have uh, better advice than that.
0: Yeah, my my one. But there's
1: something, and she knows it, and she could see it, and I don't care if she's having fun. She needs to cut cut the relationship off.
0: Yeah, my my one thought for Kelly is. This, this, uh, one little phrase, if nothing changes, nothing changes. So it's like, if she doesn't change her part, then she's going to rinse and repeat just constantly rinse and repeat. Okay. Next letter. Dear Tony, do you think that modern innovations like hoverboards, electric bikes, one wheels, and the like will ever completely do away with walking? (laughs) Should we be concerned as a society? This is Helen H. from Elkhart, Indiana. No. Right. No. Yeah, thank you. Right. I mean, no, nothing will ever do away with walking. Because last time I checked, Robo, our legs are attached to our bodies. It's pretty hard not to use them.
1: Yeah. It would be a good sci-fi concept, maybe, but that's never going to happen. <laughs> if it hasn't already, then it's.
0: There was an animated, uh, what the hell was it? I wish I could remember that. There was sort of a car- cartoony movie. I don't know, with a, within the last 10 years where, oh, wait, yeah, I th- yeah. I, it was that, uh, that little.
1: They were in space.
0: Yeah, it was that little robot thing. Wally, Wally,
1: um, Wally, yeah. <laughs> and then they were just like blobs. Yes. Those people.
0: Yes. They didn't walk. the blobs. Oh my gosh. That's going way back. I found that to be a very sad movie.
1: It was poor Wally.
0: I know. Poor, he was poor all people too. I know. Mm-hmm. But see, no, I, I don't. Wally. I don't like it when they. Um, this is just me. I don't like it when they make us have feelings for inanimate objects. I don't like that. He
1: wasn't inanimate. He has feelings.
0: That's what I'm saying. He's a robot, dear. I know robo is right in your name. So I guess, I guess I have, uh, feelings for robots. I'm saying robo is right in your name. So I guess maybe you would Mm -hmm. be a fan of a robot. Um,
1: a robot cat.
0: Right. There you go. Anyway, good answer. Yes. We're walking is always going to be a thing like it or not. I would say, yeah, don't worry about it too much. I think people will walk less. I think that's already happening big time, but it's never going to totally go away. Okay. Let's see what we got. Dear Tony, do you remember that big flop that Geraldo Rivera did on unveiling Al Capone's vaults? He turned up absolutely... Big... What's that? No, uh
1: it's just my audio is cutting out. Oh, so sorry.
0: Sorry. Um Let's see. The big uh, Geraldo Rivera flop on unveiling Al Capone's vaults. He turned up absolutely nothing of interest, but generated millions in ad revenue by hyping his show. Do you think... That Al Capone's vaults is an actual thing that may exist somewhere in the city. This is from Ray, from Springfield, Illinois. Did did you do you remember ever seeing that, Robo? Al
1: Capone's what?
0: Vaults like his, uh, like uh, oh, like a bank vault.
1: No, I I mean this. This
0: goes way back. Do you know who Geraldo Rivera is? Yeah. He did a special, and his big mistake, or maybe it was brilliant, he did it live. And this thing was super well-promoted somehow. And I remember I tuned in along with everyone else. I can't remember how old I was, but, you know, Geraldo thought for sure, oh, I found it. I found this secret stash where Al Capone put all his loot. And they spent, this was like, I don't know, an hour-long special or something like that. And they freaking jackhammered the thing he had a guy digging and jackhammering what he thought was Al Capone's vaults and then while the guy was jackhammering you know they would they would play little segments on of course the history of Al Capone and blah 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 and then they'd go back to how's it going with the opening up the vault uh, the guy's still digging. And then they'd go do another set, prepackaged segment, and they'd come back. By the end of the show, they broke the thing open. I can't remember what was inside, but it was just ridiculous. It wasn't even—it wasn't money. I can tell you that. It was like, uh,
1: what I don't was know. it? I like, don't remember.
0: I don't remember at all. But it would have been something like, uh, oh, we found a pair of slippers and some old spectacles, and uh, you know. Gotcha. And an address book, you know, weird shit like that. Um, but I guess do I think there's actual Al Capone's vault? Uh, after all this time, probably not. Probably not something that anyone's gonna find. Who knows? Yeah, I have been to an actual, real live, stunningly amazing underground vault under the city of Chicago. Um, maybe I'll tell. It's a long story. Maybe I'll tell that one day. Maybe I'll do that on Twitch, Robo. I've been to a oh, vault. Oh, gotta was...
1: download another app now. <laughs> yes, I just did Discord, and now you're dropping this bomb on me.
0: I know, I know. It's the way. It's uh, you know that's the way it's headed. Yeah, I was at a, to a vault that was so big underground. You had to drive a car to get to it underground. I'll tell that story someday. It's pretty fascinating. Let's see if we can... Holy cow, it's 8 o'clock. Oh, dude. All right. I got to probably wrap it up. Uh, Confused Kryptonian does... Oh, Robo. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. You're
1: behind. You're I'm way behind.
0: Okay, here's a short one. Dear Tony, if I'm not mistaken, you are a massive Billy... Oh, this is perfect. It's a Billy Joel question. If I'm not mistaken, you are a massive Billy Joel fan. If so... Can you give me his three greatest songs? This is from Todd from Schenectady. That's over in your area, right? Ish. Schenectady, Um, New York. Not really,
1: that's
0: upstate. Oh, well, at least it's New York. All right, top three Billy Joel songs, Robo. I know you're a fan.
1: Oh, boy. This is a tough one.
0: Yeah, totally. Vienna. Yep.
1: Um, for the longest time mm. and uh, angry young man.
0: Very nice. And
1: that was tough because I think that I can't do a top three I do I could do like a top five or a top seven but yeah ang- angry young man with the prelude before it is incredible.
0: It is incredible and
1: yeah, For the Longest Time it's really sweet and pretty. Mm-hmm. And then Vienna is just he, just, he sings with that with so much soul.
0: Yeah. I'm going to say, uh, okay, I will also say Angry Young Man is in my top three. It's just too good. It's tremendous. The best performance of that I've ever seen is off his Live from Long Island. I think it's the best rock drumming performance of all time is Liberty DeVito playing drums on angry young man on the live from long island uh whatever video let's see uh so angry young man is in there um i'm going to i'm going to get weird i'm going to go with a weird one sleeping with the television on do you know that one yeah for me there's something about that i think i feel like when I think about that tune I think to myself Billy Joel was probably sitting around listening to some Elvis Costello like a couple of hits he had back in the day and just thought to himself like I'm going to do I'm going to do an even catchier poppier uh, type of tune than I'm going to outdo Elvis Costello and he did that tune and I just I love that tune I think it's such a well written and well performed pop song like it's not a you know it's not going to change your life or anything but my god I I think there's it's a great tune and then uh, believe it or not I'm going to go I'm going to go moving out I still put it in my top three I think it's so iconic
1: you think it's what
0: it's iconic I think it's amazing moving out but there's so many good ones. I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, yeah,
1: moving out's good.
0: Top five, top ten. That's an easier way to do Billy Joel.
1: I can never remember who did it first. Was it Eric Clapton or Billy Joel? Like the middle part of "Moving Out," which is like exactly the same in both songs.
0: Wait a minute. And, what?
1: Uh, I've I've met people that that think one or the other ripped the other one off. So that, that middle part where it's like instrumental. Yeah. So what song was it that Eric Clapton was it?
0: I, this is totally Layla? news to me. Was it
1: Layla? I think it's Layla. Uh, oh, yeah. It's the same. It's exactly the same. And um, I can't remember now which one came out first. I don't know if that was a coincidence or one ripped the other one off.
0: That's I had never heard that Robo. That's fascinating. That, and yeah. and, and you, boy,
1: well, when you hear it, you'll be like, "Yeah."
0: No, I, mean, I can hear it in and my it head. Like the same
1: decade.
0: I, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, I can hear both right. tunes but, in my head. But yes. was it Layla? I've got to believe. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think. If I, think I had, so had to bet, I would say Layla came part. out
0: first. Yeah. Yeah. Robo, I gotta, I gotta be an adult. I've
1: looked it up, like every every few years, I think about that, and I'm like, who did that script again? And I look it up,
0: and I completely forget. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know what that feels like. All right, Robo, I gotta be an adult. I have to uh, now. Don't leave yet. Don't leave yet. But I'm gonna dismount the show. Everyone, thank you so much for spending uh, Thursday morning with me. I will see you same bad time, same bad place tomorrow morning. It's uh, amazing to have all you VIP pepperonis. Great to see the tremendous Ross Trevina in the live stream. Everyone should check out uh, Ross's show, the Ross Trevina Project. It's fabulous. Um, And uh, before we leave, Robo Kitty wants to remind you of something.
1: Don't take any shit from anyone.
0: There you go. I couldn't have said it better myself. I love you guys. I like you guys. I'll see you all tomorrow. Bye-bye.